The Word of God for our consideration this morning is Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Caffeine, alcohol, candy, meat, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. (laughs) What do all these things have in common? Well, since today is Ash Wednesday, you probably guessed correctly that these are all things that people might give up for Lent. It's always been interesting to me that many people, even non-Christians, are eager to declare that they are giving up something for Lent. When you ask them why they are giving up chocolate or alcohol, they tenderly reply, they're giving it up for Lent, without any further explanation. While there may not be anything inherently wrong with giving up something pleasurable during the Lenten season, such self-imposed deprivations can lead to false pride. The idea that in giving something up that we are much better human beings because of what we have accomplished or that we are doing good works that help contribute to our salvation. As we enter this Lenten season, it may be more helpful to give up on the idea of giving something up, and to focus not on what we try to give up for a short period of time, but what God has given to us and forgiven for us eternally. Whether it's New Year's resolutions or Lenten resolutions, people seem pretty eager to better themselves in some way. You definitely notice an uptick in gym membership and usage in January, which usually drops off by the time February arrives. Similarly, whenever Lent rolls around, you see people dedicating themselves to what they see as some form of self-improvement, though for a much more limited amount of time. These resolutions often demonstrate some of the foolish ideas that stem from human nature. We learn, for instance, that though we are born into sin and are sinful by nature, we still feel that we can create good works on our own and that somehow these good works make us better people or work towards our salvation. As we focus on the suffering and death of Christ during the Lenten season, though, The comparison between what the Holy Son of God suffered versus our own lame attempts to try to give up particular pleasures for a limited amount of time reveals how ridiculous our attempts at holiness are. It is also clear that most of us stumble in trying to keep whatever resolution or Lenten sacrifice we have devised. We may make it a few days or even a few weeks, but for most of us, our resolutions quickly fall by the wayside, indicating just how weak our own willpower is and how easily we cave into temptations. Furthermore, even if we happen to go six weeks of Lent without something we like, how have we done with the rest of our lives? Even though we may have had no coffee all of Lent, We still think and say mean things, not only about people we don't like, but even our friends and family. We gossip about people, thinking and saying the worst rather than the best about them. 
even if we have been able to abstain from chocolate, have we listened to and studied the Word of God as attentively as we should? Even if we haven't touched caffeine for weeks, have we treated our parents and superiors with love and respect? Even if we make it all of Lent without saying a particular curse word, have we called upon God in every trouble, prayed to Him, praised Him, and given Him thanks? We can see quite clearly that even in our best attempts to give something up, what is revealed is that what we really should give up is the idea that we can do anything to contribute to our salvation. As Paul writes in Romans, For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. Truly, as Isaiah writes, all our righteousnesses are like filthy rags. Given our inability to fulfill even the simplest resolution or to even restrain from sinning constantly on our own, we can take great comfort that our salvation has already been accomplished. Christ has already made the ultimate sacrifice for us. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon Him And by his stripes, we are healed. Notice here that the emphasis is what Christ has done for us. What he gave up for us because of our transgressions and our iniquities. Not only did he suffer the physical pain of the cross, but he also suffered the spiritual torment, being forsaken by God, that we had earned through our sins. The verse in Isaiah closes with a wonderfully comforting assurance that we are healed. Our salvation in no way depends on us and what we may be able to give up. Through Christ's death and resurrection, the work of salvation stands completed. Though the Lenten season is a sobering reminder of Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection... It also points to the completion of our salvation with his resurrection on Easter morning. What a relief. Our feeble attempts at doing good, those filthy rags, are not necessary. Our sins have been forgiven. We have been saved and will receive eternal life. This assurance of our salvation should not lead us to think what we need or even that we need or even could do anything towards our salvation. Instead, the Holy Spirit leads us through faith to serve the Lord joyfully, showing us in what ways we can give ourselves our time and energy for the work of His kingdom. So this Lenten season, we can employ fasting or other devices to help us meditate on the importance of Christ's death and resurrection. However, instead of focusing on what we need to give up, Let us ask the Holy Spirit to guide us instead to ponder what Christ has given up for us and how through that sacrifice he has provided the greatest gift for us, forgiveness. We'll close with singing of hymn 420 verses 1 through 3, the first three stanzas of hymn 420.